Section 29 of The Art of Worldly Wisdom. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by David Vicudo. The Art of Worldly Wisdom by Baltasar Gracian. Translated by Joseph Jacobs. Section 29. 261. Do not follow up a folly. Many make an obligation out of a blunder, and because they have entered the wrong path think it proves their strength of character to go on in it. Within they regret their error, while outwardly they excuse it. At the beginning of their mistake they were regarded as inattentive, in the end as fools. Neither an unconsidered promise nor a mistaken resolution are really binding, yet some continue in their folly and prefer to be constant fools. 262. Be able to forget. It is more a matter of luck than of skill. The things we remember best are those better forgotten. Memories not only unruly, leaving us in the lurch when most needed, but stupid as well, putting its nose into places where it is not wanted. In painful things it is active, but neglectful in recalling the pleasurable. Very often the only remedy for the ill is to forget it, and all we forget is the remedy. Nevertheless, one should cultivate good habits of memory, for it is capable of making existence a paradise or an inferno. The happy are an exception who enjoy innocently their simple happiness. 263. Many things of taste one should not possess oneself. One enjoys them better if another's than if one's own. The owner has the good of them the first day, for all the rest of the time they are for others. You take a double enjoyment in other men's property, being without fear of spoiling it and with the pleasure of novelty. Everything tastes better for having been without it. Even water from another's well tastes like nectar. Possession not alone hinders enjoyment, it increases annoyance whether you lend or keep. You gain nothing except keeping things for or from others, and by this means gain more enemies than friends. 264 have no careless days. Fate loves to play tricks and will heap up chances to catch us unawares. Our intelligence, prudence and courage, even our beauty, must always be ready for trial, for their day of careless trust will be that of their discredit. Care always fails just when it is most wanted. It is thoughtlessness that trips us up into destruction. Accordingly, it is a piece of military strategy to put perfection to its trial when unprepared. The days of parade are known and are allowed to pass by, but the day is chosen when least expected so as to put valor to the severest test. 265. Set those under you difficult tasks. Many have proved themselves able at once when they had to deal with a difficulty, just as fear of drowning makes a swimmer of a man. In this way, many have discovered their own courage, knowledge or tact, which, but for the opportunity, would have been forever buried beneath their want of enterprise. Dangers are the occasions to create a name for oneself, and if a noble mind sees honor at stake, he will do the work of thousands. Queen Isabella the Catholic knew well this rule of life as well as all the others, and to a shrewd favor of this kind, from her, the great captain won his fame, and many others earned an undying name. By this great art she made great men. 266. 
do not become bad from sheer goodness, that is, by never getting into a temper. Such men without feeling are scarcely to be considered men. It does not always arise from laziness, but from sheer inability. To feel strongly on occasion is something personal. Birds soon mock at the mocking. It is a sign of good taste to combine bitter and sweet. All sweets is diet for children and fools. It is very bad to sink into such insensibility out of very goodness. 267. Silken words sugared manners. Arrows pierce the body, insults the soul. Sweet pastry perfumes the breath. It is a great art in life to know how to sell wind. Most things are paid for in words, and by them you can remove impossibilities. Thus we deal in air, and a royal breath can produce courage and power. Always have your mouth full of sugar to sweeten your words, so that even your ill-wishers enjoy them. To please one must be peaceful. 268. The wise do at once what the fool does at last. Both do the same thing. The only difference lies in the time they do it, the one at the right time, the other at the wrong. He catches by the foot what he ought to knock on the head, he turns right into left, and in all his acts is but a child. There is only one way to get him in the right way, and that is to force him to do what he might have done of his own accord. The wise man, on the other hand, sees at once what must be done sooner or later, so he does it willingly and gains honor thereby. 269. Make use of the novelty of your position. For men are valued while they are new. Novelty pleases all because it is uncommon. Taste is refreshed and a brand new mediocrity is thought more of than accustomed excellence. Ability wears away by use and becomes old. However, know that the glory of novelty is short-lived. After four days respect is gone. Accordingly, learn to utilize the first fruits of appreciation and seize during the rapid passage of applause all that can be put to use. For once the heat of novelty over, the passion cools and the appreciation of novelty is exchanged for satiety at the customary. Believe that all has its season, which soon passes. 270. Do not condemn alone that which pleases all. There must be something good in a thing that pleases so many. Even if it cannot be explained, it is certainly enjoyed. Singularity is always hated and when in the wrong laughed at. You simply destroy respect for your taste rather than do harm to the object of your blame and are left alone, you and your bad taste. If you cannot find the good in a thing, hide your incapacity and do not damn it straight away. As a general rule, bad taste springs from want of knowledge. What all say is so or will be so. End of section 29